There are shows in this world that we will never fully understand, understand, except Ghost Adventures. We have watched every episode to build our obsession, our fandom, watching alongside each other because no one we know really gives a damn, gives a damn. Watching Zack and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena. This is our podcast. We are Paranormal Juntas. Welcome on back, everybody. Uh, oh my God. You guys, I wish y'all could see what I see. They will soon. <laughs> it's me, Leah. And it's me, Bethany. And we're excited to be back with y'all this fine evening for another GA episode review. Yes, we are. Today we are looking at Ghost Adventures Season 3, Episode 7, Prospect Place, which aired January 1st of 2010. son! So this is like the new year. You know, our last GA episode was 2009. (laughs) And this one is January 1st, 2010. (laughs) that's fantastic oh my god and we're sitting in 2021 this is nuts this was over 11 years ago god dang some of some of y'all got kids that old or like you know i don't know what other like (laughs) cars that old i don't know you know that's fucking nuts yeah oh my goodness but here we are like bethany said we're at prospect place and it's a uh, it's an old like manor, right? Or it's, it's like, a place. It's a place <laughs> of prospect. <laughs> so Prospect Place was also known as Trinway Mansion and Prospect Place Mansion. Ooh. It's a twenty nine room mansion built by abolitionist George Wilson Adams. Oh yeah, George Adams, and we get to speak to George Adams. Like the fifth great okay. grandson or some shit <laughs> of old G Dub Addy. <laughs> <laughs> is that his street name? Uh, so we get to talk to his great grandson. Yeah, and he, this is who Zach is interviewing while on the property, and he's an interesting dude. Yeah, and he gives us a lot of history about the place. This place is in Trinway, Ohio, um, and it was built in 1856 to 57. I think he said. Wait, let me see. Let me check my notes right quick. Jeez. Oh, so it was it was built. Okay, they so they started building in 1855, um, and through 1856. But then once it was done being built, it burnt down like <laughs> immediately. So then they had to rebuild it, and they built it even better in 1857, um, and they made it a little more fireproof at that point. <laughs> <laughs> But it was known to be a place or like a part of the Underground Railroad. And they talk about that a lot. Yeah, that's kind of the main 
uh, focus in, in regards to this location is its place in the Underground Railroad. But so we hear a lot of stories, um, you know, when it comes to the basement, how people were kept there in secret. They have fireplaces built in so that way um, people could keep warm or, uh, throughout the night. So we hear a lot of those stories. And of course, Zach is really quick to be like, did slaves die in there? And it's like cringy. And the guy's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, like, sure. Uh, whatever yeah, you want. It like, might have happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but but they do say that this site is uh i mean that there were a lot of quote tragic deaths yeah. on this site and one of their like i don't know claim to fame stories is about this bounty hunter mm-hmm. who came for old gw g dubs <laughs> <laughs> um about the the enslaved that he was keeping right. and hiding and helping so this bounty hunter shows up one day and he pulls out his guns and he's all like where are they <laughs> you know coming to get him and he's like show me and uh our 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 boy george adams is like no and he pulls out his gun and scares the bounty hunter away but then who was it It was like old g-dubs pals or something they go and like chase the bounty hunter who was it yeah crap i can't remember shit i really can't well, remember the who thing it was. about this story is that it was a family legend right like it's not i don't think that that i don't know it's really printed anywhere i don't they were talking about how this was like a family story yeah so they they talked to a woman by the name of tamra heckle who tells zach you know well what you hear is that this bounty hunter came and eventually this bounty hunter ends up dead um but the story that bethany's telling is like word on the street is yeah he pretty much got beat up by g-dub's crew um and they held their own like jury and they tried him in the barn and they hung him in the barn Yeah, in the barn on this property of the prospect place manor yeah so they were they brought his ass back and they were like oh you hanging now yeah so so and he's now apparently the aggressive energy in the location so zach's like he's the bully he's the mean one and of course the george adams junior 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 is like (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what that's what's claimed (laughs) yeah he's thought to be the dark figure that haunts the property Mm -hmm. so that's like that's some juicy stuff we get a lot of pre-investigation and bethany's made the point before where when we get a lot of that there's really not a lot of meat in the episode in the haunts because as we continue through the investigation, we get to hear from, I believe her name's Kim of Team Spectre. Spectre, yeah. Yeah, so Zach brings in a paranormal crew, and they're just, uh, they're so 2010. Her hair is like blonde chunk highlights mm-hmm, with like a mm-hmm, butterfly clip on the mm-hmm, side. Mm-hmm. It's like teased in the back and uh, smooth in the front. It's like she uh, she really belonged in that movie, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> <laughs> that hair you know the band that plays the raincoats oh my god i oh love god. that shit yeah that's I what her hair <laughs> me that's what her hair looked like but it was like chunky highlights yeah yeah all she was missing was like the platform shoes mm-hmm. and like the a-line silk mm-hmm. skirt with mm-hmm. butterflies on it <laughs> <laughs> and a tank top oh my god i love it anyways take me back um so kim all right the focus is kim (laughs) she comes in to tell the guys how they did investigating and the things that that she felt but she hooks up old 
old old zaddy with some dowsing rods and this is apparently the first time that he's used those so it's a pretty funny moment in the pre-investigation so she's using them and she's getting some movement and then she asks zaddy do you want to use these? And he's like, yeah, you know, he gets real pumped about it. And as soon as he gets his little hands on him, he's like, Oh, I got a chill coming through me. Oh, oh." and, uh, and he asks, I forget what the first question is, but it doesn't look like a lot of movement. He asks if, uh, the ghost was an enslaved person. Thank you. Yes. And there wasn't a lot of movement. That's when he says he feels the chill. But when he starts to ask, do you want us to leave? Or do you don't, do you not like that we're here? The thing going crazy, like the dowsing rides are like all over the place. And he looks up at the camera like, oh, yeah. like he's just super pumped about it. So that was kind of fun in the pre-investigation. Yeah. They also showed like some footage that um, I think, was it Team Spectre or the other people? I don't remember. They showed some footage from 2004 that they claimed. Oh, it was it was um, uh, George Jr. 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 Uh, he was talking about how they got the dark figure on camera. Oh, yeah. The walking figure. Yeah, and it was in the basement. It was this walking figure. And it looks pretty cool, but it, you know, I don't know, you know, if it wasn't, I don't, I don't, I never know what to trust on, on other mm-hmm. people's footage. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, they haven't built their credibility. <laughs> and he was talking about how on the floor in the basement, there are a lot of holes and he was like, nobody could have walked like oh, that yeah. smoothly across you know that area that's right so that was kind of his explanation that it had to have been a ghost and it looked pretty creepy um but again they're giving us so much fucking pre-investigation which you know at at, i forgot what point it was probably like within like 25 minutes of this shit yeah um me and leah were like losing focus (laughs) and i was like man this is this they're not gonna have a lot of of meat in the investigation yeah and then that's when leah checked and like hit the button on the tv and it showed like the runtime or like where we were in the episode and we were at the midpoint yeah of the episode yeah it was exactly like 22 21 Mm -hmm. minutes and the episode's 43 minutes long without commercial breaks yeah <laughs> thanks discovery plus yeah no shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when we knew because i also don't really remember this episode well um and that's probably because it wasn't super fantastic right because you know? I, I didn't remember it until further along in the investigation where the guys find out at the very end about the satanic room mm-hmm. um that's when i go oh i remember this episode because i remembered that wall specifically um and it's just because the probably because that wall had a big ass red cross on it yeah that's really what it was it was the image on the wall and i was like oh this looks familiar i remember this episode yeah and apparently that big ass red cross was on the wall because it was supposed to seal the gateway the portals that the crazy satanists opened (laughs) um and again there's just talk that satanists go in there and, and worship and do satanic shit or whatever the fuck i don't know what you know and open these portals um but it's like who's letting them in there what are they doing like there's really no actual explanation or like proof that this is happening like who actually really knows um i think that was just like a little bit of of some of that shock factor stuff that they do sometimes yeah no i agree and it's like why that location like nothing there had happened to make it like oh yeah let's go yeah some satan worshiping there like the only like the only other kind of fucked up death story that we have is not really fucked up like unfortunately a little girl fell to her death apparently yeah uh, at the location but other than that the george adams jr 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 says that the house was known for its sorrow like a lot of people who lived there died but 
not of like horrific causes, you know, like yeah. natural causes, most of them. And and nor was it said to be like a place of mystical energy. Sometimes right. you get occultists rolling through when there's like mystical energy or like a really intense force, yeah. you know, entity or something. Um, but going back to that little girl, yeah. So they said that this little girl fell from the balcony and smashed her head. And her body was actually kept in the basement on ice over the winter. Because in this house, when they did like the second rebuild um, with the renovations, they created kind of like a primitive air conditioning system. Um, so they had a pretty cold basement. Uh, but so they kept her down in there and apparently the mom would go down to that basement like every day and visit this little dead girl's body. Mm. Uh, but they kept her down there all fucking winter until they could give her a real burial. So they say that both of their spirits kind of haunt the manor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, outside of that, we get a little bit more from Tamra Heckle, who advises Zach of the bad room. Uh, and it's really just said that that little girl energy. Once we find out about the little girl, we spend a lot of time talking about her and the apparent young child energy on the property so Tamara takes the time to tell zach about the bedroom uh the bad room being a place so zach's instantly like we're putting x cam in to catch all the bad things that we're gonna do in the bad room <laughs> and it's pretty great <laughs> but we talk about the little girl energy and apparently she's been seen in that bedroom so that's what hypes up the guys to want to uh look into that a little bit further yeah there's another uh thing that people say that they see and it's this lantern it's mm -hmm. like a lit lantern apparently that was g Dub's signal to the enslaved that they were free to come through you know that like the coast was clear yeah you see the lantern on at night then you run to the house you know and for shelter um so some people say that they see this this lantern floating yeah you know or just on in the house or in the field or whatever yeah which is pretty creepy kind of cool yeah it is to yeah. it's totally fucking creepy i'd yeah. be like the fuck like yeah <laughs> yeah that's true uh not down with the floating lights <laughs> <laughs> but i think that might be most of the pre-investigation yeah and it was kind of a lot like again we spend so much time just talking about these spooky stories and the history of the place and and it was interesting and fun but it i feel like it was kind of all over the place yeah like sometimes at a really haunted location they'll stick to like one theme mm -hmm. but there were like three themes going on so then um you have the underground railroad you have the little girl's death and then you have the satanic bullshit going on yeah. so you have like these three themes going on and none of them really f seem to stick or yeah. like feel like the episode's really strongly yeah i don't know fits into one of them right i don't know and did you even say the bounty hunter did you say that guy Oh, yeah. Then there was the, the bounty, bounty hunter. hunter too, but yeah. he kind of goes hand in hand with like the whole Underground Railroad stuff because I guess he that's was fair. Yeah. not an abolitionist because he was, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's it. That's it for the pre-investigation. I think we know where this is going. <laughs> Let's do it. Honorable haunts and skimpy scares. Heck yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Where the skimpies at? I don't think there were a lot of skippies. Um, no, I think we only actually have two. Yeah. So even though the investigation part wasn't heavy throughout the episode, what they did capture 
was pretty legit. Yeah. <laughs> and the skimpies, I think, were yours. I don't even remember these. Oh, okay. So first one that I wrote down was near the cross in the satanic room. Um, so they're over there trying to get EVPs or whatever the fuck they're doing. And all that really happens is that Nick and Zach say that there's cold air by mm-hmm. that cross. Yeah. And Nick says it could be a spirit. And Zach reminds us that it could be the portal opening the satanic portal. <laughs> so I'm just not feeling this explanation because one, we're not getting anything on like an e- EMF reader or an EVP or anything. Um, and Zach is just kind of. I think trying to create some kind of excitement mm-hmm. talk, calling it a portal. Yeah. You know, Nick's immediate reaction is to call it a spirit. Cause that's what they usually call cold air. And Zach is like, but it could be a portal. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, I'm not buying it today. Like <laughs> nothing is fucking happening. Uh, 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 it was super skimpy because there was no evidence of, of any of it. Yeah. Like it was just like, you're, I don't know. I, I just wasn't feeling that part. So that was skimpy for me. For sure. And then the other one that I wrote was, again, air like cold air kind of a thing. Aaron gets chills during an EVP session in the basement. But that one I buy a little bit more um, because he they do get some cool EVPs and shit. Uh, and, and Aaron is alone, you know, trying to capture some stuff. Yeah. He's getting chills. Like, that is kind of much more creepy, you know. So that brings us to our honorables. Yeah, let's talk about the honorables because we got some really good ones. Um, I think one of the first ones was the uh, little girl EVP. Yes. Right? Yeah. So they're upstairs and Zach kind of squats down low to the ground and he's like, are you here? Can you talk to us? And I kind of like, he brings himself down to child level. Mm -hmm. So he's talking directly. He knows who he's talking to, right? And then we actually pick up a little giggle or it sounds like laughter yes uh and it's definitely of a child laugh and uh we get a little orb action on the screen so not only is it an evp we hear it but we see the little orb and it's not dust and it's not a fly because the guys did further investigating and they determined in fact it is an anomaly oh god yeah Uh, so that one was good yeah it was good um the next one that i have was an evp of a woman talking so the thing is is i don't actually hear what they claim she says and they claim that she says come here some more yeah i don't hear that Uh -uh. but i do hear something agree and so i'm down (laughs) with it (laughs) it's like you could fit come here some more in the sounds that we hear but you can barely hear it like it's it's not yeah the syllable count is Is there there. yes but as far as like the articulation thank you it is definitely not a class a (sighs) ebb i really needed you to come through with that english teacher shit on me right now like thank you um so so we get some really uh really i think for most of the honorables a lot of them are orb related um or evp so oh yeah so they just have like a an orb sitch going on next to the satanic worshiping bullshit um in that area with the cross so in the area with the satanic worshiping they get another evp and it says get out (laughs) 
like and then they get another orb with the evp and i feel like this is just kind of consistently happening with the evidence for this episode where it's like an evp and an orb an evp and an orb an evp and an orb yeah Um, and that's kind of all we've you know picked up on this episode for sure it's definitely supporting in that style um because the next honorable i have (laughs) you're not gonna believe it it's an orb (laughs) never but this one so our boy nick for those that don't remember nick nick he's standing against uh the wall with the cross the portal um and zach's talking nonsense and then we see a little sparkly orb come down towards nick's neck it starts at his neck and then like goes down the side of his body into his hand and then nick's like making a face and he kind of freaks out about it like so he's reacting to what we're seeing with the orb aaron's the one recording and he's like dude i see like little sparkles all around you (laughs) and it looked really fucking magical um but yeah nick starts to get drained in that moment as well so again we have physical response visual evidence hand in hand makes it honorable boom oh yeah and then uh they brought us back to what was it the moon tower brewing episode Mm -hmm. where nick got possessed and he kind of had that crazy ass look in his eye yeah because that was the same shit going on (laughs) it was he looked the same like i even said it on the fake commercial break uh i was like oh god nick gets possessed again um but he didn't get fully possessed but he had that look in his eye like he was about to (laughs) he was about to Mm -hmm. so that was good uh, the next one that I have is uh, I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it's actually hilarious. It's, it's actually hilarious. There's a <laughs> moment where because um, they're 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 walking in the dark all the time, and that's something that we love is is when they turn off the night vision to show you that they're walking around in pitch blackness. Yeah, yeah. So he's walking around and he hits his shin on like this tiny little <laughs> bench, and he fucking like falls over. <laughs> And he's like, uh, stop filming. Yeah, don't look at me, Aaron. Don't look, look at me. <laughs> Go over there. Like, he gets real mad. When he hurts himself, though. I'm sorry. And, and this is Zaddy and I sharing Aries energy. Because when I hurt myself, I get mad at everybody <laughs> and everything around me. And everybody knows just to leave me the fuck alone for a couple seconds. And yeah. that's how Zach is. He hurts himself and he tells everybody else to shut the fuck up and go away. <laughs> No way. I have to feel this alone. <laughs> but but the great thing is is they capture an EVP of a ghost laughing. It's they get an good. EVP of a fucking ghost laughing at him. And it's fantastic. It's so it's it's another one of those where I'm gonna have to say, like Bethany mentioned, they say it's laughing, but to me I didn't hear laughing. It's like like it's making this really weird fucking yeah and i was like it sounds like because again we're doing syllable and i was like it sounds like look at this dummy right here (laughs) that's just what you wanted to hear oh shit that's just what what you wanted to hear that is a hundred percent what i wanted to hear but it also made sense for zach's walking into the goddamn uh bench and i was like that's what i heard so whatever but it was honorable it was funny as fuck. oh god it was like the best part of the fucking episode like if, if, if you watch this episode watch it for that part oh hell yeah dude <laughs> what else do we have oh we get some because the guys 
The guys eventually separate. Um, so right around this time, Zach says, hey, I'm going to the barn. It's 1 a.m. And Zach says, hey, I'm going to go get locked down in the barn by myself. Yeah. He sends. Where the bounty hunter died. Ow! He sends Aaron to the basement. And Nick stays in the satanic room uh, to collect evidence. Right. So we separate. Zach is in the barn and he gets some brutal footsteps uh throughout the barn and he's provoking uh and i find it interesting when zach's provoking because he looks at the camera and he's like we know we do this and it's dangerous but we want y'all to understand why we do this and it's to get this (laughs) and it's like the footsteps so it was pretty good yeah (laughs) but when he does that shit i feel like he's feeling in time (laughs) this whole episode is feeling in time they, they fill in a lot of time with that kind of stuff in this episode. Yeah, where he looks but, at the camera and explains. Yeah, but the footsteps were good. Yeah. The footsteps were really good. For sure. Um, oh, yeah. So also while in the barn, Zach gets an EVP of a hiss. <laughs> and that's never fun to hear. Nah, man. Get the fuck out of there, bro. Never a hiss. Uh-uh. Uh, and then while we're in there, so this is in the barn. So he gets the hiss and he goes, show me your power. And we hear a rock like hit the ground and Zach freaks the fuck out. Oh my God, I just threw a rock at me. And he's like, uh, he freaks out because it apparently like parts of it like ricochet off the ground <laughs> and hits Zach in the leg. And he's like, oh my God, I felt it in my leg. Um, so that was a really cool moment because we get the hiss. Zach responds to the hiss and then another response to Zach um, with the rock. So that was a pretty honorable segment. And that's all I had. I think the last one was you. Yeah. So while still in the barn, again, we're not getting anything from the basement with Aaron. We're not getting anything from the satanic room with Nick. And Zach even makes the comment in the episode. uh, I think I triggered the bounty hunter because all the activity seems to be happening around me. Um, So the last little bit of evidence we get are some more footsteps. And they're actually under Zach in the barn on the lower level of the barn. Um, And then with that, we get another, you guessed it orb um so that was it for honorables they got some really good evidence the location i would say is is probably haunted for sure yeah but i think um yeah i I guess they just didn't get enough of it yeah no i I would i would say that place is haunted too it's just not i don't i don't know sometimes they get a lot of really juicy shit going on and this place had a little, a lot of really great history and some good stuff going on, but it wasn't as intense as we've seen yeah. before. Yeah, agreed. 100%. Let's move on to the fashions. Zach's fashion for... Ah! Ah! That's right. It's time to talk Zaddy fashions with yours truly. So, in this episode, we have, really, I really kind of liked the button-down look. It is not an affliction tee, to my knowledge. I tried to read the back of this shirt. We paused it for multiple minutes. (laughs) We really tried to spell this out. Uh, All we got out of of the letters was B-L-A-C, and then I think ILT or ULT or I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was L-A-U-T. I was like, black lout. 
<laughs> and I Googled it. I fucking Googled it. And Google was like, blackout? And I was like, I don't know what the fuck his shirt says, bro. I tried. I fucking tried. But it was a good shirt. It was but it a was good a good shirt. He actually wore two different shirts. And at first I thought I was tripping. I was like, oh, man, what am I on right now? Like, this is crazy. But the first button down shirt was like an army green color. It was very stealthy. Kind of out of the typical for Zaddy. But, of course, it wasn't Zaddy unless there was a skull somewhere on it. So, on both of the sleeves, he had three little skulls going down his arm. And that was super adorable. Uh, So, I really liked that. And his pants. His pants. I don't know what they were, but I think that they looked like Dickies. (laughs) I mean, they they were Dickie-esque for sure. And I, I liked it. I was really here for it. It was a vibe (laughs) and I was picking it up. (laughs) Uh, So that's the first outfit. He has another shirt that he's wearing and this is a black button down. It has the same lettering on the back. So this is why I thought I was tripping out, but I knew they were different because on the sleeves of this shirt, angel wings, it was awesome. But they're also black angel wings. So you can't really see them. I really was looking very hard and I saw the detail (laughs) of the wings. Um, So really, really good stuff. Um, Post investigation during the pre investigation. My apologies. During the investigation, we're solid black. We're looking tough. Always post investigation, though. (laughs) Oh, my God. So good. We have Nick and Aaron chilling, talking about all the orbs that they captured. This is a very orb heavy episode. Um, But Zaddy's sitting there in his affliction shirt with foilless, like these foil looking crosses on his shoulder. Uh, They're like shiny every time he moves. It like catches, yeah, it catches your eye. You're like, what's that glistening over there? Um, It's Zaddy's shoulder. And Nick's sitting there in an affliction shirt with whatever design. But the thing about these shirts is <laughs> they're both V-necks. Hell yeah. And that's very juicy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I love it. I love it. Especially because on Zach, <laughs> he's showing he's wearing the V-neck for a reason. Zaddy's got something to show. <laughs> and he's rocking a choker that looks like a bolo tie hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah it's totally like a tiny what like a a short bolo tie but it's a fucking choker (laughs) it's like a choker and it's like real thin it looks almost like a shoe like thinner than a shoelace it is magic (laughs) it's fantastic it's fucking fantastic i love it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe the best thing i've seen in fashion faux oz like up to this point I'm, yeah, he's yeah. not been in a necklace before <laughs> let alone a choker bolo no, tie I, I, that can't be true he hasn't worn any necklaces i swear he's worn a necklace before i mean maybe but not like this not a bolo tie choker no and he doesn't wear shirts that accentuate his neck Mm -hmm. so you can see Mm -hmm. the choker so if he does wear a necklace we don't see it often because he's not showing us that neck (laughs) and 
I don't know. It was a lot. It, I got real flushed in the face. I couldn't handle it. It was steamy. It was a great look. It was a great look. <laughs> uh, but that's all I got for fashion for us. Oh, yeah. That was all that there was. <laughs> After that bolo tie, you're done. I know. Yeah, I was shooketh. <laughs> uh, but I think that brings us to my personal favorite. Zany Zaddy says what? Yeah. yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. It is right. I love it. You got so. Yeah, this is you. It's <laughs> all you. Well, oh, no, uh, no well, I think I have I think you have like, like one. one. <laughs> well, we both did that one, I think, but whatever. Uh so pretty early on in the pre-investigation, Zach is always saying the wildest shit, right? Uh, so Zach is talking to Aaron about Aaron being alone, uh, like in the basement later, like they're planning what's going to happen. And so Zach says, what are you going to say when you are down here by yourself (laughs) sitting in that chair and you hear a spirit say, join us in your ear. (laughs) And fucking Aaron goes, I don't know. (laughs) He's like, I don't know know what I'm going to say. And Zach is like, you're gonna say yes. What do I do next? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. This shit was fucking ridiculous. And Aaron was like, well, what if I have a heart attack and die? And then uh, Nick and Zach were both just making fun of him. Like, well, then you're gonna tell us what it's like on the other side. <laughs> and they were so about it. They're like, this could really help us out. Like, yeah, yeah. if you die, you if can you come die. haunt us and yeah. tell us. Yeah. Duh. It'll be great evidence. Aaron, and, duh. And Aaron's over here like, I'm gonna haunt y'all for fucking ever. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zach makes a great face to that comment, too. It's, it's pretty funny. So good. It was a precious moment for sure. I loved it. I loved it because I thought it was really funny how Zach phrased, you know, basically, you're going to be in here alone tonight because that's typically how he says it. It's just going to be you and your Aaron. This is where you're going to be. Uh, but he's like, what are you going to do when, you know, you're down here alone? So I thought it was a funny way to let Aaron know. This that he was spot. gonna be mm-hmm. this is your spot oh and aaron knew it he was like shaking his head like yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i don't know yeah, we fucking go <laughs> it was a great zaddy moment let's see the next one we got well i had this one i don't know if you want to do oh it yeah i'll like... do mine first and yeah. then you do this one so <laughs> so the next one we have is a two-parter i'm gonna do the first part bethany's gonna do the second part because it's pretty great um but the guys are interviewing a couple who said that they were touched um and aaron makes the comment like uh i only like to be touched by female ghosts uh and they're kind of all making jokes and stuff but it leads zaddy to say that's being touched in different ways i'm done with the incubus and succubus situation or i think that's what it was uh and we flash back to ancient ram in where zaddy has his incident with the succubus yeah <laughs> and it was mm-hmm. a really great mm-hmm. <laughs> but the the thing about that episode is that zach uh was talking about like being touched by an incubus which is like a male, male. spirit yeah. and then the succubus is female and so uh, uh, this one stood out to me a lot because he talks about that show Talk Soup. And that just like gave me mad flashbacks, mm-hmm. bro. I was like, holy fuck, I forgot about Talk Soup. So Zach says, 
Tuck Soup made fun of me for that one. Because <laughs> he was talking about, like, you know, getting touched up on by ghosts and shit. Yeah, and yeah. I guess Tuck Soup made fun of him because he was talking about an incubus and not a succubus, <laughs> uh, which is so silly and very Tuck Soup. But still, that one stood out to me mostly because of the mention of that old ass show oh, that gosh. made me feel old. But also, no, I miss it. <laughs> I love Tuck Soup. And Tuck Soup lived off ghost adventures. Yeah. Like, oh. there was a ghost adventure clip, like, every other episode of talk soup and i lived for it yeah so fucking good it was a good show um so it was great that zach was yes acknowledging that and also kind of you know these guys are now on talk soup so that's kind of a big deal and they're in season three so yeah it is a big deal you're right because a lot of people watched that show yeah you know and and it definitely i'm sure helped put them on the fucking radar i mean granted they had a fucking show on travel channel (laughs) so they had an audience day one (laughs) but you know you get a lot more exposure on stuff like that yeah yeah so it was pretty cool um but i think that's it for zany zaddies yeah that makes me sad yeah um but there was one more thing i wanted to talk about and we did mention it a little bit already in the in the um fashion segment Mm -hmm. Uh, but there was a post investigation like so you know how sometimes they take their their evidence to other investigators to build their credibility and all that shit um so in this episode they actually just kind of sat down and talked about the difference between dust and an orb on camera and they showed like different clippets of footage uh of dust on camera versus what an orb looks like on camera and i think that's because they had a lot of orbs this episode and they're sitting there trying to build their credibility Mm -hmm. so it definitely helps out especially in these early seasons they do this kind of stuff a lot whereas nowadays in in probably the last like couple years they really don't do a lot of this yeah like it's like we already know it's done people people believe you um but it also filled up some time and leah when we were ending the episode leah was like that was like a whole five minutes Mm -hmm. just like talking about dust versus orbs (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it was a big chunk of time i was like we didn't need that but uh to bethany's point they're early on they're building their credibility and i like it too as a young individual watching this show 2010 so what what do we say 11 years ago uh that was fun for me to watch like we've always been fascinated by this stuff so to have someone sit down and break it down you're like yeah yeah that's how you know it's real that's how you know it's really a ghost and it just made it that much more entertaining to watch yeah i i do agree with that because i mean when we were getting into this shit i mean we've always been into this shit but it's like we we were alive in a time when you had to download pictures off the internet of it. Yeah. You know? And I know I've said that before, but it just. But it's true. But That's th- what it was. And that, those memories really stick, mm-hmm. you know, for me because we were so about it. Like we were so about <laughs> trying to find the, uh, out about this shit. And it was great to see them talk about it. Like, OK, well, if you actually capture an orb, this is what it's going to look like. Right. Versus the dust. Right. So that was uh, appreciated. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Nick. Always helping us out. And Aaron. And Aaron, but he wasn't in that scene, so no, I but wasn't he was probably filming out. it. That's fair. <laughs> All right. And Aaron. I love you. I love you, Mr. Goodwin. Um, but that's it. I think it's that's it. I, I think, think it's that's, time to Yeah. Rate it. Rate it. We didn't talk about our ratings. No, we didn't. And I feel like mine's very low, so you go first. <laughs> mm, I'm gonna give this baby. 2.5 claws. Why? Why 2.5? That's a, it's a half a whole hand. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. Like they got some really good stuff. I just wasn't excited about it. Mm-hmm. Like the orbs, the orbs and EVPs are fucking legit, like hands down. And I'll say that all day there. When they get good evidence, they get good evidence. But the show just didn't excite me. Like we said, there's a lot of pre-investigation and that can be fun when shit's going down. But it really was just a whole bunch of jab John, you know, and I was just kind of <laughs> like, all right, like we got things to do. What's another snack I can eat? Like, <laughs> just, I was just filling time like they were and it just wasn't a fun watch. So 2.5 same like half of the episode i was just sitting there like i really want some candy (laughs) (laughs) and i was like but i'm not going to my car to get it (laughs) um my rating is actually a 1.5 which is very low (laughs) and i don't know if it's because it's very late and i'm very sleepy but this episode did not excite me like it didn't like even the pre-investigation with all those fucking stories i was like i don't know which one to believe i don't know what's going on here like there's no clear theme for the episode uh it's just a creepy house i guess um and then there was like barely any fucking evidence and they were just filling up time. I don't think even them as the crew were excited by this episode or yeah. this this place. So I get why you say 2.5. And, and honestly, I almost changed my answer to 2 after your explanation. But my original thought was 1.5 because I was getting tired. There, there came a point where you were playing on your fucking phone. And I was just like <laughs> rolling my head around like I want candy. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not that's not good. Yeah, you know? yeah. But it's OK because that usually means that a really good one is coming up next. And me and Leah have talked about this many times before. I'm sure we'll say it again and annoy the shit out of you. Um, But that always happens. That's the format. You show up with a banger and then you start that there's always a lull mid season towards the end. But then you come out the end with a fucking banger, you know, like like you end with a big one. So the next episode is going to be the last episode. And that's insane. Let's take a second. We're going to be talking about our last GA episode, which means which means we're getting close to wrapping season three. Yes, we're getting close to wrapping season three, which means that season four needs to start getting into the works. (laughs) (laughs) Season four is already in the works, (laughs) (laughs) but it's going to be a really fun episode. Uh, Our last GA review of season three. We have a special guest, so y'all are going to have some fun with it. Yeah. Stay tuned, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Love you. Um, But that and that that episode was man. Let's cleanse. Let's let's let's, wipe it down. Let's cleanse it out for show, for show. Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the south, powers of fire and feeling. Hear us. Take a deep breath in. Now release it out. You're cleansed. Damn. I needed that. <laughs> I really did. I needed I that. I always need it. It always feels good. And if you don't do it with us, then you're not feeling it. You're not feeling it. I'm sorry. You're not feeling it. <laughs> it feels good. It feels good. Yeah. It feels good. I'm <laughs> 
If you know, you know. <laughs> and if you don't, you a hoe. No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like almost 2 a.m. I'm very tired. I'm so sorry. <laughs> now use a hoe if you don't know. <laughs> Well, everybody, that's our show for this evening. I'm Leah. And I'm Bethany. And as usual, we're signing off with two besitos. From these putitos. That song makes me want to like dubstep. I saw it. You was raving. You was raving. Give me my glow sticks.